Hello, my name is Elizabeth. Today I'm joined by Min and Ariel, and we'll be having a conversation about the model minority myth, our experience with it, and how we think it impacts society, media, and life for minority demographics in Canada. As I mentioned before, my name is Elizabeth. I'm a first-generation Filipino-Canadian. I was born in New Brunswick, and my dad immigrated here from the Philippines. Now I'll let Min and Ariel introduce themselves. Hey, my name is Min. I am also a first-generation immigrant. My parents, my mom and my dad, we moved here from Vietnam in 2008, and I've been living here ever since. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Ariel, and I moved here back in 2011, and I'm also a first-generation immigrant, so yeah. Dope. So in the description of this, I put a little bit of a focus on what the model minority myth is if you want to read up on that assuming you already know what the model minority myth is we're just going to talk about our experiences with it no. while most of the stereotypes of model minorities are positive do you think that they have a negative impact on the people that they're portraying um yeah i definitely think they do i think whenever you represent people in general like human beings as like anything like constant like oh this person is always this um even if it's like like a technically like a positive things like for example like oh all asians are smart um it representing human beings who are very complicated as a constant is always has a harmful impact in some way yeah i would say um if you view any attribute for a certain group as being inherent to them being part of that group uh, then it kind of takes the blame away from the systems that actually cause the disparities between groups. So, like, if you say that uh, black people are all, like, they br do a lot of crime and Asian people are all really smart, while those things might be backed up by some data, it's because of the systems that were put in place by those stereotypes and by those, like, ideas that Canada has about different races. Well, a lot of it is like tunnel vision. Like if you were going to say like, oh, black people commit a lot of crime, it's because um, the areas where black people are like where they live, those rural areas are typically more overpopulated with crime. Um, and underfunded. Underfunded, more populated, over-policed, all that type of stuff. Where as let's say like a, a more white neighborhood wouldn't be as bad because of those things. So yeah, I think it is a lot of tunnel vision. Like you have a certain stereotype in mind, so you find evidence to back up that instead of having actual evidence to then find the, the, the truth in what you want to find, you know? And like, I think generally like black people just get like if they're in their car they will get pulled over more or they'll just people will call police on black people more because of those stereotypes which are just like enhanced by the system like the systemic racism within our society yeah like um the um, quote positive stereotypes it also like creates kind of like a um, false advertisement as well like they'll expect you like oh like you're Asian, you must be really good at math, right? When and like have really good grades. Basically, yeah. When like <laughs> when when a, an Asian person say like, oh like I'm not really like actually good at math, they'll be like, What? Are you not like Asian? You're probably white or something, just because you're not good at math. Like what does that even mean? I know, like, on the I other side. I was good at math. 
But then every time I would like accomplish something academically because I was a good student, there would almost always be a comment that was like, oh, it's because you're Asian. No, it's because I study. Yeah, I I also it's it's weird because it's like, what if I'm not good at math? What am I then? Am I just not Asian? Like, do my genetics Does it completely make you a, don't matter now? Does it make you a bad Asian if you're not good at these stereotypes attributed to them? Yeah, like it stereotypes don't make a culture. Just because I don't fit into a stereotype that's like perceived of me doesn't mean that I'm suddenly not part of my culture, right? Can you think of any times where you were being held to like a higher standard because you were Asian? Yeah, it's it's weird because I am held to a higher standard in like like my parents have a standard for me that they set not because I'm Asian, just just because I'm their child, but like at school it's weird because it's like my standard is held because I'm Asian. Like if I get this grade in like a lower grade in a math class or something, I'm just going to be like whoa you're supposed to be asian like you're supposed to be smart and i'm like what is that even supposed to mean just because i'm asian doesn't make it so like i'm perfect at school right it's it's really weird the expectations that they have for you just because you're a certain um ethnicity like relate to that but like i usually get those comments um from like asian people really <laughs> yeah I remember this one time, like, um, this guy, this Asian guy, he, he asked me, like, oh, like, what you get on, on your test? And I was like, oh, like, I got this. And he was like, what? Like, I got a higher mark than you. Like, aren't you supposed to be Asian? Like, how come, like, you're not, like, at my level of Asian-ness? And I just, like, looked at him, like, I don't know, man. It's like, how are you even meant to answer that question of, like, are you even Asian? It's like... I don't know what I'm supposed to do to answer that. Do I, like, have to take some sort of test for you to see, or, like, some, like, bit test for you to see, like, where my ancestry was from? I don't, I never know how to follow up on that question. I know it's, like, rhetorical, typically, but it, it also leaves me wondering, like, am I Asian? <laughs> Maybe I'm white. Do you think that any of those stereotypes have to do with, like, the cultural differences between Asia and Canada? Actually, yeah, it's, I think a lot of it comes from the expectations people have back in Asia, because I've definitely, I've done projects before, like, where I've had to read articles. And one article I read is that typically countries in Asia will, like, they expect more from their students, especially academically, um, yeah. than, than in Canada, which I think does boost the stereotype where... Where, like, in North America, the dropout rate is, like, so much higher than it is in Asia. And it it does encourage students in Asia with that underlying expectation to study more and work harder. But then again, there's also, there might be the correlation between Asia, uh, Asian countries having, like, the highest suicide rates for students and stuff like that, right? Too. Also, it's, like, the highest rates of depression, even though it's not, it's not, like since it's not culturally acceptable to be depressed or have mental health issues it's not diagnosed yeah and if it, when it's not diagnosed there's no like treatment for it i feel like as as a first generation canadian but i was raised by the white part of my family i they didn't have those higher expectations but whenever i would go see my grandparents who 
did they grew up in the philippines they're like oh you have to have really high grades so you can like be a doctor um it was kind of a whiplash to me from my my family here who were just like oh you can do whatever you want your grades don't matter a lot a lot of the times expect when we have an underlying expectations it does make people work harder to meet those expectations especially like our children even though there is a stereotype that um Asian people are supposed to have more socioeconomic power. Uh, why do you think they're still underrepresented in like politics and media? I think there is um, also more stereotypes of Asian people generally being more submissive in life. Uh, it's kind of like I like to see it is that Asian people are, are sort of like the punching bags of society. It's like they asian like asian people do make the most like more than white people do um in north america but they also have i think one of the largest rates of poverty so there's a very large gap between like the highest and also the lowest and both sides are filled with asian people yeah and i think that has a huge part to do with the immigration too because uh since a lot of places from in north america try and get foreign workers from asia they're getting foreign workers for both high-paying and low-paying jobs, but when they get them for the low-paying jobs, it's dirt pay. Like, yeah. um, nannies and even nurses. Yeah. They're, they're paid awful. They can barely live on that. And Canada made this promise to specifically the Philippines. They were like, hey, if you come, work here for two years, you'll get a visa for your family. So a bunch of Filipino women came and they worked as nannies because that's what they needed. They needed house house childcare workers. Guess what? Then, they did not give visas to anyone's families. Yep. So they're that just a bunch of these people trapped in Canada with their families trapped in the Philippines because they don't have enough money to leave and they don't have enough money to bring their family here. Yeah, and it's horrible. I just I think like a lot of the times people don't take Asian people seriously, which is weird because at one part they're like, "Wow, Asian people are so smart." And don't you typically listen to the smart people? But then somehow later on in life, it becomes kind of like, "Oh, this Asian person is smart, but not as like the CEO or the boss or anything, but just like as somebody working under me." Um, do you remember when Andrew Yang was like trying to run for president yeah basically i don't think it was all of the debate but in one of the debates they basically literally silenced him by cutting his mic out and like they didn't cut anybody else's mics and like it's weird like sure like it could be a coincidence but like is it though and like it could play in the stereotype where um asian people are quiet as well and also about the being serious part where like asian people are not taken seriously i think it's because of um the way we look as well like we yeah. honestly we look kind of childlike because of our like you know facial features and also i think it's because of how we're portrayed in media because like usually when asian people are like featured in films we are usually the the joke basically we are the punchline we're not seen as the hero and yeah like there are movies that are like you know featuring asian people like crazy rich asians and stuff like that and like half that movie is a joke about being asian yeah basically <laughs> see and 
like you know recently like winning oscar movie like parasites but the thing is like so like a lot of people are like shining like lights onto that movie especially westerners but the thing is like parasites is it's not a hollywood film it's a movie made in korea with like korean people and so like basically hollywood is like still really far behind on that like casting actual like asian individuals we're like not using asian jokes to make fun of us you know this was only a small snippet of an over 40 minute conversation that i had with men and ariel about our experiences as model minorities in canada i know that i certainly reflected a lot during it and found it to be really insightful I think that this is a conversation that really needs to be discussed more, and I would love to do more on this. If you want to learn more about the model minority myth, you can continue to look through resources and articles on the site, and I hope you enjoyed.